I'm Jocelyn K. Gly, and this is Hurry Slowly, a podcast about pacing yourself, where I explore how you can be more productive, creative, and resilient through the simple act of slowing down. In my last meditation, I shared a concept called tender discipline, which explored the idea of answering the question, who are you without the doing? A question it took me over four years to answer. And today I want to take you back to where I was before I went on that journey, to the moment when I had what I now call my busyness breakdown, to a moment when I was speeding through my days like a freight train, obsessed with productivity and achievement, no matter what the cost. A feeling that I'm guessing might sound a little familiar to you. Back in 2013, I'd been working at a startup for about four years, and I'd been given the opportunity and the autonomy to make tons of cool stuff. A Webby award-winning editorial website, a quarterly magazine, a huge annual conference. It was an extremely busy, but also heady time. And I made the mistake of starting to get high on my own supply. By which I mean I became intoxicated with my own productivity. Unable to ever be content with my own achievements, I decided to ratchet up the pace even further. I got wildly ambitious about what I and my one little human body could accomplish. And I decided to 3x my workload adding multiple massive new projects of my own devising to an already intensive work schedule. And by the end of that year, it's true, I had produced a ton of incredible things. But what's also true is that I was a burnt-out husk of a person. I had no energy left to nourish myself, whether that meant eating healthfully, exercising regularly, or just doing extracurricular activities for fun. My usual routine involved getting home from work at about 8 p.m. at night with just enough energy to pour a glass of wine, order takeout, and watch Netflix until I passed out. I had no energy left for building meaningful relationships. I had friends, and I had a girlfriend, but I was so consumed by my workload and the anxiety that it produced that it made me selfish. I didn't have the bandwidth to truly engage with other people in the way that I wanted to or to be a supportive partner. And even when I was at work, I had no energy left to savor any of my accomplishments when they actually arrived because I would always immediately shift my attention to the next thing that I had to accomplish. My ambitions and my overwhelming workload had pulled me out of the ability to be present in the moment, to just enjoy the process of making cool stuff. In short, I was creatively, emotionally, and physically burnt out. But the reason it took me so long to figure it out was that it wasn't because I was listless or unproductive or disengaged from my work, which would be the normal signs of burnout. The real problem was all I was engaged with was my work. And that was causing me to work in a way that was utterly unsustainable. So I decided to dial it down. I decided that I had to start making a conscious effort to not take on too many commitments and to find a way to work at a more sustainable pace. And here's where it gets interesting. For about six months after I slowed down, I would wake up with this strange buzzing sensation, like my body was vibrating with energy. 
It took me a while to figure it out, but I finally realized that my body hadn't gotten the memo about slowing down. Basically, after years of being trained to work at an unsustainable pace, my body was continuing to release the excess amount of adrenaline that I had previously needed just to get through the day and deal with my regular workload. And that's when it became clear to me that I needed to do more than just work less. I had to rehabilitate my mind and body and shed years of bad habits. Because here's the thing. The way we work today and the way we work tomorrow quickly becomes the status quo. Until all of a sudden, working in a way that is completely unsustainable starts to seem quite normal. And I think that's exactly what has happened to all of us over the past 10 years. To knowledge workers and freelancers and startup folks and creative professionals and entrepreneurs. We've slowly almost unconsciously, drifted into working in a way that's completely unsustainable. And recent research bears this out. Anxiety is on the rise. Almost 50% of Americans claim that they are regularly exhausted from their work, teetering on the edge of burnout. Most of us can barely keep our heads above water, much less find the time to do any type of work that's actually fulfilling. In a nationwide survey about the quality of our working lives that's been conducted regularly over the past 25 years, researchers recently found that one out of every two people they polled felt tired because they were working too much. That's compared to only one in five people when the study was first conducted over 20 years ago. So what exactly has happened to us in those 20 years? Why is burnout becoming so much more prevalent? Why are we, all of us, so willing to work in a way that's unsustainable? Well, of course, there are many factors. Chief among them might be the collapse of the traditional workplace hierarchy, the rise of remote working, and the opening of so many gateways that have allowed us to work for ourselves. Which is, of course, incredibly empowering on the one hand, but it also means that the onus of self-management, of minding our workloads and our clients and our finances, now often falls on one single person, you. And I think you could also lay some of the blame for this new pace of work on the rise of the type of self-help advice and motivational quotes that we see constantly on Twitter and Instagram and Medium a constant onslaught of tips and strategies that make you feel like you could always do better and hustle harder. That whatever you're doing now could somehow be improved. That whatever you're doing is definitely not enough. But the real culprit, the elephant in the room, is the thing that allows me to be whispering in your ear right now. While you're walking around or commuting to and from work or maybe just making dinner. It's technology. Because new technologies are a magical and dangerous thing. They intoxicate us with new levels of speed and efficiency and convenience. And as we give more and more of our attention over to them, they're also subtly, almost subconsciously, changing the way we live and the way we work. We become so attached to these magical devices which give us so much that we've begun to treat ourselves 
like computers. We act as if our minds and our bodies should function like machines, expecting them to operate continuously without stop for an indefinite amount of time. We're on the verge of a burnout epidemic because technology has taught us to work and to live and to consume media and ideas in a way that's unhealthy and unsustainable. And I believe that we desperately need to recalibrate the way we work before it's too late. Before you become a burnt-out overachiever, just like me back in 2013. And that's why I'm going to do something a little unorthodox this episode, which is to tell you about a brand new online course I created that launches today. It's called Reset, and it's designed to put the power of your workday back in your hands. It shows you how to recognize and push back against the toxic habits that technology is training into us so that you can work in a way that's nurturing and sustainable and powerful. Over the past 10 years, I've been on the front lines of the conversation about creativity and productivity as I created one of the world's top creative conferences, a best-selling book series, and this podcast. In the process, I've talked to hundreds of top researchers and artists and entrepreneurs and been through a lot of highs and lows myself as I pushed my own creative projects out into the world. And as you now know, I also went through my own busyness breakdown, in the wake of which I had to scrap old habits, rebuild my body, reinvent my mindset, and teach myself how to work in a new way. And now I've taken all of that research and all of those conversations and all of that hard-won personal experience and distilled it down into a simple four-week program that shows you how to completely change the way you work. In week one, you'll learn how to build intention and celebration into your productivity system so that you can stay motivated and engaged on long-term projects. In week two, we'll dig into the art of aligning your energy and your attention with the natural rhythms of your body so that you can work with power and focus. During week three, you'll learn how to set boundaries and say no so that you can create a safe space for doing meaningful work. And finally, in week four, we'll talk about how to open up to creativity by making skillful inspiration and 3D self-expression part of your daily practice. It's a deceptively simple and fun program that unfolds through a guided series of video talks, reset rituals, meditations, and live Q&A sessions. And all of this is, of course, lovingly designed and executed with a maniacal attention to detail by yours truly. I can honestly say that I think this course is the best thing I've ever made. It takes all of the themes that I explore on this podcast and translates them into a clear, actionable program that will completely transform the way you work. Registration opens today at www.reset-course.com. And for a limited time, I'm running a special early bird price, which will only be offered for this very first launch. So if you're ready to transform the way you work, visit reset-course.com. 
www.thepowerofpowerpodcast.com to register now. As always, thanks for listening. Thank you for being open to change. And remember to hurry slowly. Thank you.